The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. And that um, it has been a practice that um, surprisingly has brought um, more contentment and peace and ease that I was expecting it was going to bring. And, and because of that, because of the joy and, and um, yeah, that, that, that sense of peace um, that has arose, um, I want to share it with you. I want to share uh, some reflections on it with you. And the practice is uh, renunciation. Renunciation. And I will talk a little bit about different words that we use in our practice to refer to renunciation because it has meant different things for me as I have used different words at different moments of the practice. So um, when we cultivate renunciation... In, in a path of liberation, in, in a path of cultivating our spiritual life. And uh, we nourish it and, and support it also with compassion. Then it's not just a quality, it's not something that we're just cultivating like other qualities in our daily lives. In our tradition, it is called a parami then, when we cultivate equality within that field of the spiritual life and with, with compassion. And it's called a parami-like, um, meaning that highest, highest virtue, a highest quality. And there are all other paramis also. Um, there are actually 10. But tonight I want to share with you about renunciation. I, it's, it's, it's just talking about it right now, it's like, this joy, I'm like, wow, this practice definitely um, bears fruits. This is like uh, new to me. Um, just this smile talking about a renunciation is beautiful. Wow. Um, so in terms of the, the word, you know, when, when I started listening and 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 uh, associating the, the, the word with different ways of um, practicing. Uh, for me, at the beginning, was giving up. It was just, okay, so I have to give up something here. And it was like giving up with nothing in return, and maybe even with like, oh, I really have to give up. It was There was not a sense of... Um, Joy. There was like, it was like work. It was, well, I have to give up, sacrifice something in order to develop myself within this spiritual path. But then as, I, as I've been going deeper in, in the practice, um, that English meaning has not been what I was expecting 
that the renunciation was going to feel like and be like in this body, mind. Um, I started to see also other meanings, the meaning um, actually of, of, of the Pali word, uh, basically how, how it was meant or uh, how it was taken during the time of the Buddha. And within that context, um, it means moving forth, moving forth into the holy life. So that was another context that also I started um, listening the teachings and, and relating the teachings to, oh, in you know, the uh, renunciating means um, how householders in the time of the Buddha would go into a deeper level of practice as monastics. And, and, and there was, you know, a sense of going into making life simpler by letting go. And then this word, other word um, that I have used, letting go, of different aspects of daily life as a householder that maybe would be too complicated or too... Uh, destructive or uh, it will be maybe too much at the time of the Buddha to practice in that way and then, you know, going deeper into the practice. But it happens that as a householder, me now here, that's the life I live. You know, I'm not a monastic. So how it is that, um, that we practice, that we make this movement, moving forth, into the pleasure, into having a, a joy and sense of peace and, and, and a sense of ease um, when we um, let go of different things. And what is this thing about letting go? And what, what do we renounce to? You know, if we don't renounce to the same things that... Um, practitioners would renounce to go into monastic life, then what, what is the process of renunciation for us? Um, so then, this other meaning of the word um, came into the teachings, and is, is, is the, also the, the Latin meaning of the word, um, which is the meaning that I'm relating and associating with more these days. And is uh, the meaning of announcing to myself, announcing or announcing to yourself a commitment of living in a different way, a commitment to stopping an activity. It's almost like an announcing something to yourself. Like, I'm going to do this, and there's going to be a transformation happening. And so from that perspective, this parami of renunciation then has a deeper meaning for me, because in letting go, um, there have been many times that I have seen, okay, I'm, I'm letting go of something, but it has been like a thing, or it has been like, oh, um, okay, I'm just letting go of 
ice cream for a week. <laughs> or, you know, I'm just get letting go of um, maybe watching TV on a, you know, on a night or something like that. But it's something like more, I don't know, it's more tangible instead of a more of a process or a way of being. Um, and so with renunciation, with that, with the parami, it, there's also then like a deeper sense, like something that's coming out. Uh, it, it even happens sometimes that I don't even notice that it's happening. I'm setting the conditions. I have made that announcement to myself of dedicating myself to the practice. But at the same time, it's not like I'm controlling the, okay, I'm renouncing right now. It's something is happening right now that I'm just letting go. So within that deeper meaning, you see now I'm exchanging the words of letting go, renouncing, and maybe even release. So I will continue uh, using all of them within this deeper meaning of making a commitment to um, making a commitment to um, stop something. Um, so in that process of Letting go. There's, there's, there have been some things that have happened before recognizing that it has happened or that is happening. And so those things have been going deeper into the practice, getting to know what is going on in this field getting to know maybe circumstances, conditions, experiences that maybe do not bring happiness or joy or ease. Getting to know struggles, getting to know things I dislike and things I like. And with that, also seeing what, is, what, what has been um, experiences that I feel at ease with and that I feel aligned in how I practice, how I choose um, to live life, and then other situations in which I'm seeing this is, this is not useful. And so there's, there's a process of discerning. There's a process of, of accepting, okay, there's something here that maybe would be of more benefit to let go of. And so setting this, and uh, then setting these conditions to, to start looking at, okay, how can I let go in a way that will bring more benefit to this life? And some of these conditions are set by coming here and practicing with you, by um, practicing other paramis, by practicing and seeing, uh, practicing mindfulness of the body, mindfulness of feelings, mindfulness of thinking, really getting to know what is here, what is going on here. 
Um, so with that also comes to know motivations, what is behind actions, ways of being, and also what have been recognizing consequences that have happened out of actions I have taken. There, you know, there has to be like a reference point to see, okay, so when have been, you know, within the practice, when have been moments in which I have seen the fruits of the practice that have cultivated confidence and faith into moving into that direction instead of staying with how things are right now. Um, and so then, then, the, it, it, then there's the, the choosing um, to what we renounce, you know, to, to what it is that we let go of. And in our practice, there are three, three areas I would say that we can let go of, that we can release. Um, and these are um, experiences or situations uh, within how we live our life, uh, lifestyle. So, for example, letting go of um, being on my phone for certain, you know, a certain time, certain period of time, hours during the day, or maybe if I drink, maybe um, stop drinking alcohol, or uh, for other people, maybe um, uh, taking on being celibate for a period of time, or. Um, engaging in other activities that will bring more ease or support their spiritual life. So, different things in lifestyle. That is one level. Uh, so that our life becomes simpler to support our spiritual path. Then, um, the other level, the other um, area is restraining our actions. And in restraining our actions, we do practice this, even though sometimes we don't realize we do, but within our practice, we restrain our actions or abstain of some actions when we take on the precepts, when we go to retreat. When we go to retreat, we are choosing to for a weekend or for a day, you know, we shift to be here, sitting with our best intentions, and practice, practice together, practice in community. And in retreat, we let go also of speaking. We may let go also of adornments. Uh, so, in restraining our actions, we can also see what is the difference. How does it feel in this body to maybe not acting in this way or not 
doing some of these things, how does it feel? And then we can have a reference point to compare, you know, in our daily lives, if this is something that I can take to, um, to my life. And there have been some things that I have taken from retreat to my daily life. You know, like in, in, uh, at IRC, we have this time of um, Sangha service where we all um, do something together for 20 minutes um, in silence, you know, doing one thing at a time, not listening to the radio or anything like that. And in the morning or at the end of the day, I take those 20 minutes. It's home service. (laughs) Just, okay, just staying on course, doing one thing at a time. And with that, there's, you know, ways in which we can restrain our actions within the precepts too. And so the third level in which within our practice we can practice um, letting go, um, renouncing, is with what is going on in our minds. We can choose to say, you know what, this, I'm going to incline the mind. I see these thoughts that are passing through, coming by, and they're not that useful. I'm going to take, I'm going to make a commitment. I'm going to do my best to shift to another thought, to see if I can or set the conditions to cultivate wholesome thoughts that will support me more than getting entangled in the story, getting entangled in narratives or on uh, thoughts that sometimes are like very strong and like, wow, how do I stop this? Well, thank you very much. I'm just going to call a Kalyamita friend, a dear friend, talking to someone or do something that will support that movement of the mind. So we, we renounce And it's a way of letting go of greed, hatred, and delusion through the practice. And that includes letting go or even maybe, and and I I, I will use the word renouncing because sometimes they're so strong, letting go of views. Letting go of views, even though there may be views that we think they're healthy, good perspectives that, you know, if we apply these views, um, we can do good in the world and it's beneficial for everything, for everyone, for me, myself and others, and therefore it's the best view. (laughs) So we may want to include those in letting go of, of the clinging, of the clinging to those views or of the clinging to want to accomplish something but because it has benefit. And why? Because even though we may think it's beneficial, even as I'm speaking about it, I feel a little tension on my shoulders right now just to make the point, this, this is the way to go, you know, to 
to support the world and all that. So that part of renouncing, of letting go of ways that really don't support, they're not useful to increase wholesome states, states of mind that, that support us in taking actions. Because after all, what is here is manifested through the body, through body, speech, and how we live. Um, so we set the conditions, we practice, we get to know how it feels in the body, how we're living, lifestyle, things that we may want to let go of. And so we start taking that trail. And we start seeing that it's hard. <laughs> it is hard to let go. There are moments of, woof, this is scary. You know, getting out from my comfort zone and starting, you know, a lifestyle that is different, that I'm not familiarized with it. We start becoming familiar with the unfamiliar. Is something new. But at the same time, it's something new, it's something unknown. And because of our practice, the confidence and trust that we have in the practice, we may see that there's a possibility for more freedom, for more ease, and that is worth it. That is worth it to start walking on that trail, even if your knees are shaking. At some point, you might find another spiritual friend that may be doing the same. <laughs> or, you know, you may find many, many other things on, on the path. But when that starts happening, for me, what has happened is that There have been moments in which, well, what, that I've seen, well, what, what are you concerned about? You already let go of that. It's, it's not here. And I'm so used to, to behave or out of habit being in some ways that sometimes not seeing the absence of what I'm letting go of is, is kind of funny. It's like, Bruni is not here anymore. It's not here. It's like, where is it? You know? So that may happen. And that tells me, well, more practice. More practice. What is here? And then there's these moments of doubt. I remember one time, one morning, I wake up. And the first thing that came to my mind was, what am I doing? <laughs> It was like that. I was just waking up. What am I doing? And it was manifested in the body as, as fear, as, as contraction, in the mind, all these different thoughts of where you are in your life and, and you know, what are your goals and 
what, what happened in the past, what is going to happen in the future, all these different questions that within the teaching, uh, you know, in, they're really not conducive to let go of suffering. <laughs> and so in those moments, there's, again, you know, going back to the confidence and the trust, remembering those moments where maybe I remember I did let go of some things. And look at the results. Look at these fruits. And just remembering being nourished by that faith, that confidence, that trust in the practice that tells you, I don't know what's going to happen. But there are conditions here that I'm cultivating. There's an intention of wanting to be free, of being of benefit to the world. And with that, we can keep, keep engaging, keep engaging in that path of renunciation, whatever you want to let go of. And at some point, there's a sense of really Bruni not being on the trail. It is the Dharma moving through, walking, you know, letting, just letting things unfold in. And Bruni on a side, just letting things happen. I set the conditions, I started walking, but this identity and this, you know, this, this role of I'm the one that is going to decide when things are going to go, then it's not, it's, it's not there. It's not there. So getting out of the way and allowing then things to unfold. And as we practice... You know, we go back to the four foundations of mindfulness, the four ways of establishing mindfulness to receive, to receive what is happening, what, what is showing up in our lives, to get to know it, get to see what is happening, and recognize how it is that our lives have been or are being transformed by these moments of letting go or these processes of renunciation. Um, <clears throat> so, in letting go, then, there's this question of, at some point, okay, I went on the trail, it was hard, it became easier. I got momentum. There was momentum. There's renunciation. And at the end, what is what we gain? And I think that for all of us, in some ways, is is a, is, is a personal, is, is kind of a, a, a question of, of, is an inquiry of what is, what is that... Um, would support you in letting go and and in gaining maybe some peace, some ease, or um, other qualities of the heart, or cultivating other paramis, other paramis like generosity. There's so much, this is the other thing, it just makes me smile. 
there's so much generosity in letting go. Is it's not even planned that you know there in that letting go. You know there's is there's a space that is created for to share other things, other ways of being, including forgiveness, including letting go of resentments, including letting go of maybe some grief that we have carried for a long time that we have process and process and process and process and sometimes it's so hard to let go. But <clears throat> with the other paramis and with this one with the generosity is 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 we support renunciation and we can see what is that that we gain more ease, more peace. And that there's also something that is gained to share with others. That letting go, it doesn't mean only gaining something for us, but there's something that is also gained as we, and, and that we can share as we relate to others. Um, I'm just going to end with um, a verse from the Dhammapada that says, If by giving up a lesser happiness, one could experience greater happiness, a wise person would renounce the lesser to behold the greater. If by giving up a lesser happiness, one could experience happiness, a wise person would renounce the lesser to behold the greater happiness. So, renunciation. Is there anything, anything that maybe it would be useful or beneficial for you to let go of, even for a day, for an hour. You know, it could be something small. And is there any benefit also or any support, any other, any other practices, practices within your spiritual life that not only will support you, but, you know, will support renunciation and renunciation will support those other areas of your life and, or those other qualities that you want to cultivate. So um, may you be able to see the benefit and, and the fruits in letting go and May you be able also to see that you let go sometimes, even when you are not intending to let go. <laughs> Maybe conditions are working for, for that to happen in your life. Thank you very much for your attention. And because of time, um, I'll be here if there are any questions. We, we have five minutes, but I'll be here if there's anything else that you want to to bring up.
Thank you.